Hi there, it's Cameron Vakillian with Inspiring Internships, the podcast where we discuss what makes a successful internship and why. So excited to be back for a new season, new name, and whole new lineup of exciting internships to spotlight and hot topics to cover. This season, it's all about the stories. Stories that inspire and help listeners find and design that dream career. To kick off the new season, we've got an extra special episode on student perspectives, recorded live in front of an audience at the University of Utah College of Humanities. I sit down with four student panelists, Parker, Jackson, Sydney, and Tristan, each with different majors and different insights on how they've navigated success in their internship. This event was recorded on Tuesday, March 28, 2023. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Cameron Vakillian. I am Director of Advising, Outreach, and Experiential Learning for the College of Humanities. I am super excited to have you all joining us today. We have a fabulous panel to talk about some really awesome popular internships on campus. But I'd like to also have my colleague, Karen, introduce herself. She's helping me today. Yeah, hi everyone. So my name's Karen. I'm the Director for Student Success and Engagement at the college. So anything that students need help with, anything at all, I am thrilled to help you, especially if it means overcoming any sort of barriers. That's my specialty. So come see me for anything that you need help with. Awesome. So I am now gonna turn the time over to our fabulous panel today. So if you all can introduce yourselves, your name, what you're studying, tell us a little more about what you're involved in too, but also what the internship is all about. So let's go ahead and start with you, Parker. Yeah, my name is Parker Banta. Um, I am a double major in political science and international studies, and I have a minor in applied ethics as well. Um, I'm currently interning with the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute through the Hinckley Institute of Politics. They're the ones who set that internship up for me. Um, and this is actually my third internship. Post-graduation, I plan on going to law school. I'm Jackson. Uh, I'm studying video game design specifically um, with a minor in strategic communications. And that also kind of ties in with my internship. Uh, I'm a member of student media, which is a very broad um, kind of label, I guess. But I'm specifically focused with GeekWave, which is our entertainment journalist site. Um, I make podcasts, we'll do TikToks, uh, write reviews on games that are coming out, um, and that's pretty much it, yeah. I'm Sydney Mendel, I'm part of the Utah Hockey Sports Media Internship, and I'm also involved in the Musk Board on campus. My major is Strategic Communications, and I'd like to go into Sports Marketing Management in the NFL post-graduation. I'm Tristan Richard, I'm studying Philosophy of uh, Science and Math, I was going to say Math and Science. Math is my minus, so I had to say science first. Uh, I'm with the Sorensen Impact Center for my internship. We're doing um, the project I'm on. It's an impact finance translational research project. It's essentially a nonprofit financial consulting for university research. And I'm preparing for a couple of philosophy conferences this April. So that's most of what I'm involved in at the moment. Awesome. Thank you all for being here. Um, we also have Maria joining us virtually, who is, works for the Sorensen Impact Center. So Maria can answer questions as well. but. I'm going to go ahead and kick things off with a question that I think a lot of us have, especially those who are aspiring to have an internship, that uh, what does balance look like for you in your internship? So let's go ahead and start again with Parker and tell me more about how you balance your internship with your studies 
and what that looks specifically like for Hinkley. Yeah, um, for me, balance, it's a lot um, about communication. Um, I've come to realize that like both the um, mentors or supervisors of internships and your professors, as far as school goes, their goal is for us to succeed as students. And so I've found that as I communicate with the professor that, hey, I have a commitment to my internship going on. Can I be accommodated for this test or this assignment? They have always been willing to work with me and vice versa. When I go to my supervisor, my internship and say, hey, I have a big deadline for school coming up. Can I maybe shift some hours from this week to next week and find a way that works? And they've always been willing to work with me. And I think, you know, that communication has been key to being able to really balance it because I I work full time, go to school full time and then do my internship each week. And without communication, I think it'd just be all a mess. And you said this is your third internship, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So what's that been like for you now that you're on your third one? Are you just like a balance expert <laughs> at this point? Well, my calendar, I feel like, has gotten a lot better, my calendaring skills. Um, but it was definitely a hard adjustment in the beginning, um, trying to figure out how to balance it all and still keep a personal life as well. Um, but the advantages that have come with internships and kind of picking up a busier schedule have definitely been worth it. How about you, Jax? What does balance look like in the commitment um, for student media? Yeah, it's a little different because obviously what I'm doing is really, it's just a lot more fun. And so there's a lot more, uh, I guess, just enjoyment that comes out of it. That being said, there are a lot of days lately where I am on campus 7 a.m. for a part-time job and then I'm getting off campus around 8 p.m. because I just finished a recording or something. Um, and so for me, it has been setting those kind of boundaries, not just with myself, but with the student media team that I'm working with of I kind of have like a mental clock out time where it's like 8 p.m. I kind of have to even if I'm really working on something, obviously it's variable. Uh, there are some nights where I have to stay up a lot later than that. But setting that kind of mental boundary helps me not only to kind of overwork myself and then get burnt out really easily. Um, but also lets me still have some enjoyment uh, and like get to focus on stuff that's not video games. Obviously, that's probably the hardest aspect is I'm so kind of roped into that world by covering games, making games and trying to play games that it's really easy to get very single mindset on that. So being able to have time away from that is really nice. Awesome. How about you, Sydney? For me, it was a lot of like trying to figure out when to do what because a lot of hockey games happen sometimes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, some Sunday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday and being part of like Greek life, the must board and having hockey working full time, going to school for full time. That's a lot to figure out. But time management was a big thing for me. And also I bought like a giant calendar for the month <laughs> and like wrote everything out that I knew was coming like the month ahead so that I had it in the back of my mind and I could look at it every morning and be like, okay, this is what I have this weekend plan ahead. And then like a weekly planner that helped me balance a lot of what I had going on just so I could remind myself I had this Monday, this Tuesday. Uh, I think just like finding what works for you in regards to writing your stuff out, whether it's on like a post-it note or a calendar that helped me balance out a lot of what I needed to do. And also taking breaks when it was needed was super important. So not, Maybe hanging out with my friends one night and taking time to myself to binge watch or something was really important <laughs> and something that like is necessary when you are doing so many things at once. Awesome. And calendaring is so important for anybody who's applying for an internship. Mention that. Mention that you have a calendar, that that's important to you because 
employers, especially of internships, really want to know that you have that ability to set goals and have a calendar that kind of organizes it all. So that's awesome. How about you, Tristan? Um, I want to echo the point about the importance of rest. For me, especially, like, I have to remind myself to take breaks in the middle of work a lot of the time. Like, I get sucked away in research rabbit holes, and I often, like, feel like if I just push a little bit harder, I'll, like, get through this thing I've been working on for the past half hour that I can't seem to work through. But a lot of times, if I just, like, take 15 minutes and, like, do some yoga or, like, watch my breath for a little while, I'll come back to it and I'll do that half an hour task in, like, 10 minutes. But I forget that every week. So I'm still working on that one myself. Awesome. So then now talk to us about the kind of projects that you get to do in your internship. So um, let's start with Parker again and talk about what are some of the things that you have gotten to work on, but also uh, prospective interns might get to do with Hinkley. Yeah, so with the Hinkley Institute, they help connect students to all sorts of um, internships. And so you're able to find a internship in any field that you want. Um, with my interest in political science and stuff, I chose to intern with the Gardner um, Policy Institute. And so the projects that we've worked on really are in the realm of public policy, um, economics, and different demographic research. Um, some of the pro um, projects I've helped on this year are, um, we put together the Economic Outlook and Public Policy Summit for the state of Utah. Um, we've done supplemental reports for the Olympics, the Olympic Committee, and talking about bringing the Olympic Games back to Salt Lake City in 2030 or 2034. Um, we've hosted different um, scholars and stuff coming to campus and events for them. Um, we facilitated conversations and uh, like a task force between the University of Utah, um, Utah State University and Weber State for the Great Salt Lake Strike Team um, and delivered policy assessments to the legislature. And so all these projects just require a ton of research, um, reading, but it's so satisfying being able to be more involved with these different policy areas and understand, you know, what's going on as far as current events and being informed in that way via the internship. Um, and it's just been really cool because those projects are kind of unique to that field, um, or at least to the like the Gardner Institute acting as one of Utah's premier public policy institutes. Um, and so it's been an amazing opportunity being able to participate in those. And do you work with a team of other interns? There are more interns. We're split up on different teams. So there's interns that are on like an economic research team because they might come through like the business school rather than the Hinkley Institute. And um, like I'm on the operations team. So we focus more on like the different events and like putting out the papers rather than like the actual research. But we still assist and stuff in that. So there's unlimited roles essentially that you could find, especially through the Hinkley Institute as well because you could get a local internship uh, a legislative internship in the spring um a internship in washington dc um or you can get a global internship and partner with the different groups that the hinkley institute's connected to around the world that's amazing um yeah for me it's a lot of content creation um and we try to focus specifically with stuff that's happening on the u the u has one of the top game design programs in all of the world basically um, and so we try to meet with clubs and meet with the actual EAE um, organization and cover some of their events not to mention just a lot of editing podcasts is main, my main thing uh, making videos and just kind of trying to cover as much stuff as we can we are still pretty new I think uh, we're entering like month seven so we have our website up and we are posting 
reviews of games, which a whole other side of that is working with developers and publishers and trying to get us to, I guess, publicize their game and then having uh, letting us get free access to those codes early. Um, it's a lot, and we're still trying to balance that. Um, we've just now kind of decided to make specific teams just with GeekWave. Um, across all of student media, there's a lot of different opportunities between our stories, View from the U, uh, The Chronicle, which is like the newspaper stuff. There's so much stuff that you can do. And then as you choose which kind of niche fits you the best, there's even more stuff that you can get more specific into. Um, so for me, I found that I really enjoy podcasting side of it. Um, and so now I literally am just meeting with club uh, presidents or just random students that I find on the um, side of the campus or whatever. And I'm like, hey, I've heard that you are really passionate about this sort of game. Do you want to come on and we can analyze it and we can talk about it? And we can also talk about everything else that's happening in this crazy industry that's um, constantly evolving and changing. Uh, so, yeah, that's some of the projects. Awesome. Yeah, student media has really expanded on the opportunities that you get to do and uh, you know, I'm so glad you say podcasting. That's been obviously very big. It's what we're doing now. And so students can absolutely get involved in that with student media. I also want to say how easy it is. Like we obviously have all of this fancy equipment and stuff, but when we were just kind of starting out and we didn't really have access to a lot of the fancy, like up in the union on the fourth floor, you can actually see our recording studio now. And it's very, very cool. Um, but starting out, it was literally just us with like, gaming headset mics um, and then in adobe audition or any sort of other program they're using you can apply different filters and you can make it completely sound very professional very easy like the technology is insane from a software perspective or in this sort of perspective a hardware perspective that it's really not hard for anyone to just create some amazing content how about you sydney um, I really liked how versatile Utah Hockey Sports was with their interns. There's like there's a number of things you can do, and you're not restricted to one thing, which I really really enjoyed. So you get the opportunity to try game operations, which is like running ESPN, recording the whole game, uh, wearing the headset, and like making sure all the sound is working. I think that's really really cool, um, and it was a good opportunity to learn uh, to see if it was something I enjoyed. And then there's also the photography route, which I think is my favorite. And that's really what got me going was when I started taking pictures and getting action shots of the game. I thought that was really fun, like being down at the bottom and not in the stands or at the top, you know, recording the game. Like you're really, I think, part of the action, which was really fun for me. Um, and then there's, of course, ticketing and apparel, selling tickets and apparel, all their merch. Um, and then there's an opportunity to work with like the social media accounts, which was really cool. Um, and with that comes with Photoshop. So we would like put the score of the game on a photo that was taken by one of the interns and then upload it to the Instagram, like right then and there, which was really cool to watch and like see it all happen because then you see it on the Instagram, you're like, that's my picture. And so that was a lot of fun. I think that Utah hockey, like gave, it was really good for me just to like experience a bunch of different things. There wasn't one thing that I think was like great. It was like all really good. Yeah, you can really dip your feet in a ton of pools with Utah Hockey. That's one of the awesome things about partnering with Utah Hockey was there's just so many ways to learn if, if you want to go into sports media. So that's great. Um, so 
We're uh, helping, like I said, connect university research with uh, financial funding. And so two of the research projects that I've been assigned to both have to do with helping people um, either recover from or avoid escalating their use of opioids. Um, they're both focused on the opioid crisis. And so I get to do a lot of um, scanning of like neurological research, which is really fun because I'm really interested in how the brain works and philosophy of mind. And so having a little bit more of a uh, grounded background in the mechanics of addiction and mindfulness and attention is really fascinating to me. So now, yes, oh, go ahead, Maria. Tell us more. Yeah. I'd like to add a couple of things because um, I feel like a lot of people know about the Sorensen Impact Center, but nobody really knows what we do. And uh, I think Tristan's explanation was great uh, for the specific project he's involved. But we actually have um, like nine different tracks and we recruit all students from all majors and all backgrounds. Um, at the end of the day, we act almost like a consulting firm where we get hired to solve social issues through uh, data and storytelling. So those communications um, students, we, we need you desperately. And um, we basically work in these projects uh, through, you know, staff members, managing directors, managers, um, and um, the students get hired to work as an intern and, um, and they work in these specific projects. Um, so social impact is this huge field uh, that is new, uh, but is basically uh, trying to make an, a difference in the world, a positive um, difference. And that is uh, what we do. Thanks so much. Yeah. And of course, you know, as we keep talking through this, Maria, feel free to pitch in any other things that are really awesome about the Sorensen Impact Center. That's one of, again, another really popular internship on campus to get involved with. So awesome. So now let's talk about the fun parts of your internship, right? It's like, that's the thing too. We, we want to have fun in the work that we do as well. So do you have any stories to share or some of the fun things that you really have enjoyed about your internship? Um, think about that and share that with the group. So starting with you, Parker. Yeah, I kind of mentioned the different events we've been involved in like hosting and stuff. Um, and it's fun because you just get put into positions that you would have never found yourself in otherwise without, um, without the internship. Like um, we did an event and we hosted a Harvard professor who teaches about happiness and you know, all these different things that we hosted the governor many times and, you know, sitting down at the table with the governor and talking about, you know, a policy issue is a, a unique thing that doesn't happen for everyone all the time. Um, just last week, we went to a um, public policy institutes, um, a think tanks gala and talked about different things at night and dressed up all fancy and had dinner catered and served to us. And I definitely would have been invited to that without being a part of this internship. And there's just a lot of opportunities that you get to um, connect with that, you know, wouldn't have happened otherwise. And so it's, and then those things are fun for me and for, I think a lot of other people would enjoy that kind of stuff. Awesome. How about you, Jax? Um, it's hard to pick one, to be honest. Uh, I would say just the team that we've cultivated is probably the biggest one. Um, for example, last Friday, we had the UCAST kind of bash where all of UCAST uh, took over the union and we had a bunch of different 
group setup. And so in the basement was our kind of Mario Kart Smash Brothers tournament and just hanging out with the team and being able to meet people who are also super passionate about the nerdy stuff that I love is just what's amazing. Um, not to mention the fact that I get to meet developers and publishers who are, like I said, just as passionate. Um, and I get to try out their games and play their games. Um, yeah, it's it's really fun. Uh, and honestly, yeah, I would say the team is probably half of it just because um, everyone that's a part of it is just as passionate, just as energized, and it really makes a difference. Would you say that student media is kind of like a community? Like you find a lot of your friends? Oh, for sure. Too. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, just like I've met some great people and some great friends through that. Um, and I think it is really helpful that we're all just passionate and it's a safe environment where we can just talk about whatever nerdy thing that we're obsessed with at the time, you know? Um, and just, and that's not just with GeekWave, that's like across all of student media. Um, even if we're kind of separated by those groups, the amount of like interconnected, I guess, uh, relationships that you can make between all of the student media ideas is really fun. Awesome. How about you, Sydney? For me, definitely the photography again, that was like a lot of fun. And I got to also do it with one of my friends who joined the, and did the internship with me, which was a lot of fun. But we kind of got the opportunity to branch out and give them our ideas on what we thought would help the program. Um, so I was able to get my whole sorority chapter involved and help us with picketing and apparel, which was really fun and helpful for us because we got to then do more of the fun stuff like run ESPN or take pictures, um, you know, wear the headsets and make sure everything was running right. And I just think the amount of, I guess, freedom you have in the internship was a lot of fun and it felt more, I guess, welcoming than it did like restrictive, like a restrictive job almost. And I just think that getting involved with like other people like Greek life or your friends coming and helping with the internship that made it so much more fun um, and really just like an overall really good experience. Um, I already mentioned that I enjoy the research aspect of it. Um, another thing that I'm interested in is the limitations of like quantitative reasoning and uh, like numerical understandings of the world. And so Maria mentioned that the Sorensen Impact Center is very involved with uh, social impact investing. Um, and so I've been learning a lot about that and it's been really informative um, to see how people in you know the world of capital and politics are trying to use quantitative analysis in a way that um, is at least apparently more aligned with sort of our long-term future and the sustainability of being a human on the planet. Um, I, I just enjoy thinking about that kind of thing. Awesome. So now question, what are the things you wish you knew before your internship? How about you, Parker? Yeah, um, the Hinckley Institute honestly does a great job of preparing the interns. They, before the semester starts, they uh, provide lots of trainings and um, essentially assignments of like practicing networking, practicing how to do an elevator pitch and talking to someone about what your role is um, and all these different things. And so, you know, I was really happy that they provided that as an opportunity because I felt, I did feel a lot more prepared. Um, but I wish that I, even before, I wish I knew more about how to write more professionally and not so much academically. I feel like those kind of are different and practice my proofreading and like trying to, you know, remember, oh, what do I need to do to mark that this gets deleted and so that it can be sent to someone else to do it on the graphic design team. Um, 
and like learning that kind of stuff ahead of time. But, you know, those kind of things are hard to prepare for. I think what I knew more of was comprehensive reading and practicing my scheduling. That's come in handy um, in my writing, essentially. Yeah. That, I'm so glad you brought up the professional writing versus academic writing because it is a little bit different. But having the foundation of academic writing mm -hmm. in your classes, I know definitely helped me in the professional world because it helped me to do research. What's nice about the professional world of writing, right, is you don't always have to do those APA citations the way that, or MLA, whatever you use. Um, but it is that foundation, it, it really helps you in those professional organizations. Yeah, and I've seen that a ton of, like maybe it doesn't apply, it doesn't exactly translate over, but it is the foundation to skills that I use in my internship. And so I've been super grateful for the different experiences like the school has been to pre prepare me for that. Yeah. How about you, Jax? I guess for me, it's just uh, realizing the power, I guess, the University of Utah name has. Um, we've been able to use that a lot in just being like, hey, we are GeekWave. We are a part of the University of Utah and being able to use that not only to get in good touch with publishers, but also just to be able to interview people who, honestly, if we just said we were just a bunch of students who like games, that might not have worked out as well. Um, but us being able to say we're a member of the University of Utah and use that kind of amazing name that the U has um, has really helped us out a lot, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Sydney? For one, I wish I knew a lot more about hockey because I <laughs> had no idea what I was watching. I never watched it till I did this internship and Cameron actually introduced this internship to me and I was a little on, I was a little bit like, well, I'm not sure I'm into that, but sure. Um, but I wish I knew, I guess, a little bit more about how the sport is played. Um, but also just the time commitment. I didn't know we had a hockey team and there's three different teams. There's men division one, two, and then a women's division one. So you spend your, you basically live at on guardsmen all weekend long and you watch three different hockey games, two different hockey games. And that I did not know, but I think it was a really good experience. And I had a lot of fun because I did get Greek life involved. So I always had a bunch of people there that I knew and like that my friends would always come. Um, so that, yeah, that I just think the time commitment and just maybe knowing some, some hockey facts would have been, would have been nice. <laughs> and Sydney, I'm curious, do you have interest in other sports yeah, as well? I, what other sports are you interested in? Definitely football and basketball. Football and basketball. Yeah. So for anybody else in here interested in sports, do you think that this internship has been a good way to, if you wanted to advance into any of those areas down the road after graduation? Or do you feel like you're getting some very valuable skills out yeah, of this? I definitely think that the skills you learn are valuable. That's kind of what made me want to actually join the MUS board um, was because I wanted to get more into like photography and marketing and taking pictures of just like even the student section and just putting getting my foot in the door essentially. And with that, I also uh, was able to work at the All-Star Weekend for basketball thing that they had going on here and that was really fun to like work with new era caps um, and be an ambassador for them it it has kind of opened up a lot of doors for me by doing this internship and it's made me even more eager to just graduate and go into the field of sports that i want to be in awesome how about you tristan 
Um, I wish that I knew more about statistics. A lot of a lot of the research that I'm wading through involves like complicated terms about statistical analysis that I'm unfamiliar with. And so when I'm trying to like assess whether the research is reliable or whether the effect size is like adequate for the financial model or whatever, a lot of times it's frustrating to feel like the researchers are kind of throwing like statistical smoke and mirrors at me. And I wish I had a better <laughs> understanding of like how that stuff actually works so I could take a more effective critical eye toward it. Awesome. How many here has have taken a statistics class? Awesome, right? Like, hold on to that. Like, what, grasp that. Because employers, I'm telling you, like, when you say you have a knowledge of statistics, they're like, we need you. We need you. <laughs> so definitely hold on to those skills, retain them, because they do come in handy a lot. Speaking of skills, what transferable skills are you gaining from your internship? So transferable skills, again, are those skills that can take you to other places, right? So not just within your internship or that can prep you to go on full time for that organization, but what transferable skills are you getting that are prepping you for other professional work out there? Parker? I think first and foremost, just the experience itself. I mean, it, it shines bright on a resume, the completed internships. Um, but as far as skills, I think that, you know, professional communication and learning how to communicate within an organization and with different teams um, different reading and writing skills. I mean, in my internship research analysis and trying to um, put those reports together in a way that makes it easy to read and understand for other people. Um, but all those things really are, you know, summarized in just doing an internship itself and that whole experience, you know, it can't, I don't think it can be summed up in really just like one or two skills because it's like an experience. Totally. Jax? Yeah, I second that completely. Um, just it's, it's a lot that you're learning. Um, for me, it's a lot of software stuff. Just content creation is a crazy world. Um, and I'm learning all sorts of stuff in Adobe specifically. I mean, just barely, we were talking about Adobe Audition stuff in the podcast kind of editing that and how that can work out. Um, but along with that, just networking and being able to introduce yourself in a professional way and be able to kind of be somewhere like, you know, reach out to people and encourage them to reach back. You know, it isn't the easiest thing in the world for people to take you seriously, I feel like. Um, and just having that networking skills and learning that is so important for sure. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'd say definitely communication and time management. Those were the two that I definitely think I'll be taking away from this internship, but also just like the other skills, like camera work, learning how to work like a professional camera. I think that's really important for what I want to do later on, um, as well as like setting up all the equipment and getting that ready. I think all of those skills are going to be really important later on. And especially in the field of sports, you have to set up the day before games begin. And we would set up Thursday and then games were Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So all of those things are really important. Totally. I think Parker mentioned earlier the difference between academic and professional writing, and I've been learning a lot about that as well, as well as just like differences in sort of academic and professional like temperaments and senses of timing. Because um, a lot of my previous research and uh, teaching system experience has been in like the academic world, which is kind of what I hope to go into in the future. Um, but I, I definitely see both forms of bureaucracy as bureaucratic. And, and so learning about sort of the strengths and weaknesses of each, I think, has been really helpful. Totally. 
Maria, do you have anything to add on that with Sorensen Impact on any of the things we've touched on? Yeah, absolutely. So the student program at the Sorensen Impact Center, um, we hope to teach and um, help develop, um, uh, I think it's like six skills. Uh, effective communication is the top one, problem solving, uh, analysis, um, pro project management, um, client engagement and service. And I think those are the, the top five. Um, we did some research about like what kind of general skills or transferable skills um, employers are looking for. And those are the ones within that they are looking for the most. And so we've um, created programming to support those skills and make sure the students are uh, developing those skills. And then on top of that, depending on the track they're on, so we have you know data science, impact investing, impact finance, uh, graphic design, film, um, content writing, and I'm sure I'm missing one, strategy or research, that's another one. Each of the tracks have their own skills, right? And so, um, yeah, basically that's what, that's what we offer uh, for every student. And um, like right now we're developing a, an outcomes-based assessment to make sure that uh, the students are actually developing the skills and that they, are feel, they feel comfortable speaking about them uh, and they can provide specific examples and, and that kind of thing. Being comfortable speaking about your skills too is so important. That's something that if you aren't getting that out of your internship, you should ask your supervisor, really try to make sure that you are coming up with like goals that you're setting in your internship so that you can have tangible things that you walk away with and say, I can articulate this in another job setting. So final question, how do you get involved in the internship? If, if somebody is wanting to get involved, where do they start? How do they apply? What do they need to know about that? So Parker? Yeah, with the Hinkley Institute, it's really easy if you you know you just google hinkley institute and it's going to be your first option and they're going to have a whole page dedicated to internships um they have an amazing staff that um, are dedicated to the students and their success um especially in relation to the um, internships that if you go and connect with them and talk to them hey i'm looking to do an internship in this area and i want to do it you know in salt lake or i want to do it globally or around this um, nation they're going to help you find those options and help you build your resume up in order to be able to do that. Um, they have tons of information online, um, but they're also just in Gardner Commons um, on the north end of the building. And they have that um, area that is staffed with their student staff and the um, advisors are there um, regularly as well. And like I was saying before, um, they are dedicated to your our success as students um, and want to help. and probably love it if you showed up and said hey what can i do to get placed in an internship that would make their day yeah totally yeah similar boat of it's really easy we're actually looking for applicants now um, across all of student media just with the new year coming up uh, and the semester ending um just searching up u of u student media internships is probably the best way uh, we also have our whole office building uh, up on the third floor of the union above kind of the union theater we usually have a bunch of kids in there that are constantly willing to just answer questions or kind of introduce you to student media in general. Um, and yeah, then you can kind of focus on whatever branch specifically fits you the best, I guess, for sure. 
I believe with Utah hockey, it's a little bit newer, I would say. they. Uh, I found this internship through Cameron. Uh, he kind of gave me the information I needed and the email of my supervisor, AJ Bolden. Um, it is on Guardsman Way uh, at, the Salt, at the Salt Lake Sports Complex. If you walked in there and asked for AJ, they do know, they know exactly who he is. They could connect you with him um, and probably take your phone number down. Uh, I mean, I could leave my email too and connect you with AJ. I know that they're gonna want to look for people for next year, probably starting early to get a jump, uh, jump start on the new season. But I reached out to Cameron and he uh, was able to help me with that. Awesome. Of course, you can always reach out to me with questions of internships. The other thing to note about the sports internship program is that kicking off in fall, we're going to actually have the ability to get course credit. Um, you can always get course credit for any of these internships, by the way. You can take an internship course, and it can sometimes even be a part of your academic program. But um, for this program in this, uh, with sports media and Utah hockey, if you wanted to get involved starting fall, you will be able to actually kind of do some training in the fall um, and take a class that's separate from the internship course so you can take a course both semesters and get credit for a year-long internship. Tristan? Uh, like Maria said, there's a lot of different Sorenson and Beck Center internships, everything from like research to graphic design. I know there's a student doing graphic design. Uh, and you can find all that stuff on the webpage if you search Sorenson Impact Center. Um, I found out about it, I think, through a departmental newsletter. I'm subscribed to a lot of, like, I'm subscribed to the computer science newsletter because they have a ton of stuff going on on campus all the time. I'm subscribed to the games newsletter because I used to, so I, that's, that's how I find stuff because I just kind of let it come to me. Awesome. Maria, do you have anything to add on getting involved or signing up? Yeah, uh, my recommendation will be to check your email account. Um, <laughs> there are many, many folks around the university working on on connecting you to the right resources and the right people and the right opportunities and um every time i i talk to a new student is like i never knew about you guys and we've been you know doing outreach for a very long time and so i would say talk to your advisor they'll point you out into the right direction and check your email account awesome yep well Thank you all so much for being here today. I know we're out of time, but good luck with everything for the rest of the semester. And um, thank you again for being here. Let's give a round of applause. Tune in next episode where I'll be interviewing Zach Ames, leadership coach and founder of XYZ Leadership, to talk about the Bloomingdale's internship program and how stepping outside and expanding your comfort zone may just be the breakthrough you need to a dream career. Inspiring Internships is now a twice-a-month podcast, so tune in for more episodes posted on the first and third Thursday of the month. Thanks for listening.